9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself. Listen, here's what happened. Uh, our guest this week is Amanda McQueen, uh, who just released uh, her album, A Hot Dog in Every Pocket, which is available on Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, YouTube Music, basically wherever you get music, you can get comedy. So you can look up Amanda McQueen and uh, and find her album there. Uh, but listen, this is a low-key, kind of cold February night sort of podcast. Uh I was very tired. I had a long day at work. Both Amanda and Ines uh, were kind of sick. So, you know, this is like kind of like an ASMR sort of podcast. It's just it's just chill. So don't expect a million miles an hour high energy podcasting here. Just sort of like put this one up. Maybe make yourself a cup of tea. Sit by a fire and like get cozy and enjoy Amanda McQueen and co-hosted by Ines and I. Go plug yourself. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, it's time for another Go Plug Yourself podcast. On the topic of fingerless gloves, Amanda. Yeah. Yeah. My wife. Uh, we were with, at a cabin with some friends this past weekend, and my wife uh, just dragged, believe it or not, you guys know Sarah, believe it or not, Sarah decided to just, like, mercilessly mock me for wearing fingerless gloves for, like, an extremely long period of time. As she would. <laughs> As she would. And she chose, so I'm going to put it to you, the panel, um, she thought that it would be less insane to wear, like, Full leather, like black gloves indoors, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a murderer." Yeah, that's your murder, your fingerprints yeah. are out. That's why you're not weird right now. Yeah, yeah. Also, how are Imagine you just someone eating dinner done. wearing like full leather gloves. That's no, that's okay. that's insane. Yeah, she was like, "I would prefer it to you wearing fingerless gloves," but and I took the fingerless gloves off to eat, also. Right. So I don't know what she was complaining about. <laughs> Story of your marriage, you know what I'm saying? Story of your marriage. I don't know you what she was complaining about. Wear Pizza. leather gloves one day and just lightly drag your finger along the back of her neck and see how that feels, Sarah. How yeah, does that, that feel? A buddy, like someone, like we were, she went to bed a little bit earlier and one of my buddies like came in with like his leather gloves and he was like, just put them on and go to bed. And just like, <laughs> don't even tell her, just kind of like spoon her or whatever. And then when she like wakes up, she'll be like, Ugh! and I'll be like, this is what she wanted. <laughs> you asked. What is that? What is that? Uh, um, so joining us via satellite. All the way from uh, my understanding here, I'm seeing Lestown is yeah. uh, Amanda McQueen and co-host Ines Anaya. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hey. Thanks for bring oh, bring Jesus, in the high and big energy here. levels with that that sick Because <laughs> you just slowly brought your little water up with your gloved hand as. <laughs> Not allowed to drink water properly. What is a little gloves? <laughs> My oh, doctor man. said to wear compression gloves. I have bad circulation. <clears throat> I learned about circulation from my doctor, and apparently, so this is maybe Amanda. 
So you're here yep. as a as a comedian, but now we're going to yeah. ask you as a uh, expert of the human body. Oh dear, <laughs> far from it. <laughs> um. So my doctor was basically like, so apparently if you do have bad circulation, it's just something that you just pay attention to unless you lose feeling. And then lose feeling is like, that's the problem. So the doctor was like, do you ever lose feeling in your extremities? And I was like, nope, never. They just get really, really cold. And then she, she was just like, she's like, well, in that case, it's just kind of like an eyesight. It's like a, a bad eyesight caliber level of poor circulation. You don't have to like be concerned because you don't lose feeling or you don't get like pins and needles or go numb. And I was like, okay, doc. But now I'm obviously asking you for a second opinion. You're asking me as a, yeah, because I help people do deadlifts. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's right. Those are your stupid doctors. Can I, can I predict what your medical advice yeah. would be? Yeah, sure. Chop them off. Chop them off. <laughs> Chop them off. Get rid, get rid of those fingers. Them. You don't need them. Just the fingers that are going down. They're always off. cold. Like, like, what's the point? You know, just chop them off. It's just annoying. Preserve energy. I need them, I need them to play video games. <laughs> you Against do, the eh? gloves. Do you wear compression socks? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Do your feet get cold? My feet do really get cold, and I probably should wear compression socks. But I oh. usually can. I can usually, I usually, like, slippers and, and and socks is usually sufficient. Like, I wear slippers all the time. Like, I'm a, I'm a big slippers person. But I, and so I think because I can put my entire foot into a sock and then put that whole sock into a cozy slipper. And then my feet Your entire cold. foot? The whole <laughs> foot. <laughs> no, because I'm put just saying, like, if, like... This was the conversation that I was having yesterday or Saturday or Sunday. I don't know. It was a long weekend. Uh, like the ideal would be if I was just walking around wearing mittens. But then I was like, but I need my hands for things. So I can't just like oh. always be wearing mittens. Like, but I would happily wear mittens indoors over like fingerless gloves. Mittens? <clears throat> yeah. I like really thought about it on Saturday night. I was like, I might just put on some mittens. And everybody else is like. There's like a fire going and everyone's like, it's so toasty in here. And I was just like, I might put on some mittens. You should get a pair with a little string connecting them that you wear. You know, those ones kids wear inside through your, their, through their jackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just walk around with that and then slip them on when you're chilling just out. Pop. I, I used to also have the mittens that like you pulled over the fingerless gloves. Those were, I like those too. Oh, I've got a pair of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you all, know what? All of our Bolivian ones are like All that. of our Bolivian the ones. Prime. Prime wool products <laughs> i don't even always put the cap on my thing if when the cap's off the fingers i don't even button it down i just let it flap around there because i don't fucking care <laughs> flap a little flappy thing on the back of my hand She's i don't care punk rock this is there, there's no but this like but is there a button or a velcro oh you're yeah just like, you're just like there's one cares? available yeah i don't care i'm i'm punk <laughs> <laughs> the most punk thing in the world just, you know. punk wool mm-hmm. glove yeah, no, I used to wear fingerless gloves constantly in Sejep, and it was, uh, like, and everyone thought, and and still, so I was like, you wear it because it's cool, and I'm like, feel my fingers, it's not just a, this isn't like a cry to be cool, I'm not trying to be cool right now by wearing fingerless gloves at all times, <clears throat> but no. I lo- I'm going to send you an unmarked package in about six or seven months, and it's going to have, like, elbow-high leather gloves in it. <laughs> <laughs> like very very long like evening wear like yeah, yeah with like, a fur trim yeah with a yeah, fur exactly. trim or a feather one up to you whatever <laughs> yeah the ones where yeah and i oh my goodness i got i <laughs> the first 10 minutes of the show is gonna be about fingerless gloves i bought sarah okay. fingerless gloves uh for her little scooter <laughs> okay yeah and she initially when she opened the package and saw they were fingerless gloves got so upset 
<laughs> she was so angry, but then realized that they were like little leather gloves for like riding her scooter. And she was like, oh, they're like riding gloves. And I'm like, which happened to be fingerless because they're riding gloves. Because I was like, sort of like, did Gwen Stefani wear weird little leather yeah, fingerless almost gloves? Almost certainly. Like, like, with like blazers and like. Also, uh, Drew Barrymore. That was a big Drew Barrymore thing. She used to have the what? little the little half gloves. Like, they were like little. Oh. Like, but the, I remember like, those. The, the no finger included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what I'm saying. Is like they e, were like, e, e. Sorry. We've got a cat. Our cat was trying to throw a plate. <laughs> Shoot the plate at you. Yeah, no, Drew Barrymore definitely had, like, were also those fingerless glove things. But Drew, uh, Gwen Stefani also, 100%. And I thought I was being, it was a really nice thought because Sarah's nails are also ridiculous, as you guys know. Oh, they're amazing, yeah. So though I was like, when you're riding your scooter and you want, like, gloves for, like, gripping the thing, you can't just wear regular fold gloves because you have insane nails. That's true. I never thought about that. She would rip normal gloves to shreds, wouldn't she? Yeah, that's it. Wolverine. She, and she does. She doesn't have, She usually doesn't have gloves long enough to not lose them immediately. Okay. Like, I don't. I do not know that she's ever gone, like, through a winter with a pair of gloves intact. Anyway, welcome to the show, Amanda McQueen. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yeah. uh, Sorry you're not feeling well, but I'm glad we can still manage to do this with the magic of the internet. Yeah, we're still getting her done. Exactly. And I mean, even though you're in Toronto, even if you were in the city, we still might do it remotely because you're not in any shape to go to Grumpy's right now. That's not No. No. I'd, I'd double up my cold or something. And make a bunch of other people sick. Oh, the cat's coming to see you. Do you see oh, him? Yeah, I see him. I see. I see your your beautiful son. We say the cat because we don't know his name. Yeah. What's your name, bud? What is his name? I know his name, but for the listeners. Angus. Well, we're waiting for him to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we're waiting for. Yeah. Fuck <clears throat> me. Uh, yeah. No. So you just brought your album out, Amanda. That's why we're we're having you back yes, on the I show. Yes, I did. And yeah. And it, it like seems huge, to be huge weight. Pardon? Is it, is it a huge weight, like a creative weight that has been that lifted off of you as you put a full full album into the air? Oh, I thought he meant W A I T. So weight. did I, and I thought I thought you were asking if I'd been waiting for a while. Oh. Um, I was like, it took the normal amount of time. Took the normal amount of time, actually, very fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. It was, it, I don't feel, a couple of people have asked me that, if it feels like a, a weight's taken off of me. I don't, I don't feel that way. I just, it was a really fun experience. I did it with Howl and Roar. They're wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, the show was really fun. I felt very loved and accepted. And, uh, and it's really nice to, to have people say nice things and listen to my stupid little stories. Um, it does feel like nice to have like a little time capsule of all the jokes from like that first chunk of doing mm-hmm. stand up. So that part's cool. As I was saying, like, I always the way I kind of always understood albums, music, music or comedy or otherwise, is kind of that you're just sort of like, not to say there's like a finality to it, but it is like it becomes mm-hmm. that stamp, right? You're like like for whatever yeah. else, I might come back to these jokes, I might change them, I yeah. might come back to these songs, I might change them up, but for what there is now the album version mm-hmm. which is that you're like in this period of time yeah this is this is it and yeah I, I don't know i find that very like interesting as a because like, nothing stops you from going back to it and i think of the same thing of musicians right like you're mm-hmm. you can when you 
go to see a band live, they're not performing it always like copy paste of what the album is. They're, they're still going to be changing it up, and mm-hmm. the song might still evolve. But you're still like, no, the album version is that. Yes. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Do you think about that at all? Like, are you, or are you just like, are you gonna are you gonna retire most of these jokes? Are you gonna revisit them? Are you gonna put? Them I, in a, I like in the bank? idea of revisiting and messing messing them up a little bit, mm-hmm. like uh, trying new things with them. Um, but I like having those versions for my own little, little own little collection. I have all those <laughs> little things. Like there, there are some I want to retire. There's this really long joke about dropping an egg that I, I want to absolutely murder. Now I don't. <laughs> I don't want to ever tell it again. Um, but that's on the album, so I've saved it. So I have all my little memories of times that I, I did that. Yeah, and joke. if anyone if anyone wants the wants the egg joke, it's now available for purchase. Available. Get on Spotify, sir. You know what yeah. I mean? I will no sir, I will not tell you that joke. Mm-hmm. You know? you immortalize the reason I think everybody thinks you are married to hard boiled eggs. Yes. I think is yeah. the, <laughs> the general vibe. If like I, Amanda McQueen, first word that comes to mind, I feel like maybe eight out of ten people would say egg eggs yeah (laughs) one time i was like i was like getting ready to go to a just like do a spot in montreal and i i ducked into uh pharma free to get those little packaged hardboiled eggs because i was hungry (laughs) i I was embarrassed to bring them to the show because everyone like calls me the egg guy so then i like ducked a little bit into an alley and was eating them really fast And then another comic from the show walked by and was like, hey, and they just saw me like pounding eggs in an alley before I on stage. I was like, I'll see you there. I'll see you there. Like, Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah, those are terrible, though. Those packaged ones are really bad. Uh, it, it's Always so overcooked. Overcooked and like, what? what is the brine? It's not preserving it, really. It's just, it's like a weird brine. It's not pickled. Yeah, no, I. Should well pickled. That that that's that would make way more sense. Mm-hmm. Like a pickled, because you can buy like an individual pickle too. That doesn't feel yeah. as nasty, you know. I, so I have. I would never in my life, and I don't think I ever have, like eaten a pre-packaged egg or a pickled egg or whatever. I, I like eggs, like a hard-boiled egg at home. Whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Deviled egg, cool. It's not like a, a dislike of eggs, but like as soon as you're like, pickled egg floating in a jar at a bar, I'm like, nope. Sarah's so like, they're delicious. I'm like, no, I just won't do it. It's not even a question of like, it's delicious. There's just something there. And then as soon as you said those prepackaged eggs at the pharmacy, I was like, no, I would never eat yeah, that bad. in a thousand years. Even if you were like, they're delicious. <laughs> I would just be like, I was like, no, this is like, I, I, for some reason, I don't think like egg to me is like, can't be consumed like on the go. It's not an on the go food. They're like, a, the, the ones at the, at Pharmapri are very, uh, they're aggressively gas station. Ugh. Yeah, see, like, like of, the, of the yeah. stuff at a gas station, egg, not a thing that no. I want. No, it would never. Don't do at it. a gas station, no. It's with ham sandwich. Don't do it. Yeah, just, I I will eat weird gas station sandwiches. Sarah, that was, like, a, an almost deal breaker when we started dating, that occasionally I would just grab those, like, chicken salad sandwiches at the gas station. That are on occasionally? Like- Wait, because you had to, though? Like, were you on the road? Ooh, or I was just hungry, and I was like, whatever, it's, like, it's fast. <laughs> Okay, on actually, out of all the things in a in a gas station, that that's the one. That's the one you shouldn't go for. 
chicken salad? Come on, man. Shouldn't. Should not. I know. No. Yeah. I'm very aware. But yeah, More like every than the eggs. I'm like, you should. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, she was like, she's like, that's disgusting. She's like, you can't like, and especially she's like, you know, like, just very upset. I was like, but it felt it felt like healthier than a chocolate bar. Probably wasn't. I mean, I feel like there's space in between. They've got mixed nuts in there. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know? probably... It felt more... jerky? Mm-hmm. Jerky. Yeah, well, I want Even jerky. a cup of noodles situation might have been... I don't know. I would still, like, I would still get on one of those sandwiches, like, right now. Like, I'd be like, yeah. You want like, one right now? Yeah, exactly. I could do I could do a, 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 white, a white bread chicken salad sandwich from Adept, <laughs> like, in a second. <laughs> I, lo- I, I do love chicken salad sandwiches. But I just would never buy them there. I went <laughs> yeah. one time, the first time I ever went to Chez Claudette, where they make the best poutine in Montreal. Mm-hmm. I went very late with a friend, and he ordered a poutine, and I ordered a chicken salad sandwich. And they didn't hear the word sandwich, and they just brought me a chicken salad, which was just a really big pile of romaine with like some chicken breast slices <laughs> gingerly perched on top. And I didn't want to send it back because I felt bad, and it was the saddest meal of my life. Oh my god! I had to watch someone eat a delicious poutine, and then I was just working through a pile of romaine. That sounds know? awful. I've, I've heard yeah, this so, story sorry, several I'm, times. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is how how much it affected her. It does every time someone several says times. chicken salad sandwich. You're like one time I went to Shake Claudette. <laughs> okay, but like I have to go flip my potatoes. Oh, she's got to flip her potatoes. Which <clears throat> right. is code for emotionally deal with that. She got to flip potatoes. <laughs> Um, I'm still here. I was going to ask, though, I guess I was going to ask you both, but I mean, it'll, it'll be Amanda's well, she's, question She's now. fine. You can it's, ask her when she gets Amanda's back. Question now. Do, do, do you send food back? Like, if it's like it's not what you ordered? or No, I'm yeah. really scared to send food back. I, I, I guess I'm not really a meat guy, so I guess if there's meat in my food sometimes. But even then... Even then, that happened pretty recently to me, and I just, I just fucking ate it. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm like, I feel really bad sending food back. Do you send food back? Like, not if it's poorly prepared. Like, I'm not gonna be snobby about like, like if it's like if I ordered a if I ordered a steak rare and it comes well done, I'm like, whatever, just right. juice juice it up and I'll eat it. But it's like, but if it's like not what i ordered not what you ordered at all because yeah. then there's someone else who ordered that maybe Prop- presumably mix-up. right like that yeah. that, that was a, a probably a tag mix-up in, in, the, yeah. in the kitchen or whatever it was like so that that's why i'll be like i'll be like by the way this is not what i ordered and they're like oh didn't you say this and i'm like no no it's not what i said like sorry right. like that that's the only thing like in Ines's situation i would have been like no i said chicken salad sandwich guy i'm sorry like that yeah. i would have said but yeah know, it, it, it was just it was a really massive platter of food. Like it, re- it really felt like a really severe waste to not to. I know at someone they probably would have eaten it or used it or something. But it, on the off chance they didn't, it really felt like. Yeah, no. You know, I, yeah, we were saying that like home. I, I will not send back food that is like sad. Like if it's like if it's like if I ordered the chicken salad sandwich and it was really gross or whatever, or I ordered a steak and it was wrong, I would not send it back. But I would send back something that I didn't order. I'd be like, no, this isn't this isn't what I ordered. Sorry. But yeah, but both are you? I assume you also. Amanda said she wouldn't like never and would basically even eat meat if the mix up on the order <laughs> happens. Yeah, I I. 
usually, I, I've sent drinks back. I thought I feel a little. What, what's the about. What's the line? Where's the line of the drink that that gets sent back? If you're like, this is poison, get rid of it. No, what What do you mean? Like, why would I send a drink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, if like it's what? just not, if it's not quite what I like, I think I remember one time being somewhere with someone and we ordered like margaritas, like normal margaritas, but it was yeah. one of those places that had a bunch of flavors, and they brought us like mango ones instead, or or the other way, like something like that. And I was just like, oh, that's not what we ordered and then the person i was with was like really like oh no i, I would like like really didn't want to send them back just wanted mm-hmm. to grab them and i was like oh it's it's just a drink though because i just i think i feel really bad about the waste of food oh, i don't i also alcohol, unless if waste. it does if it doesn't bother me then i'll also just have anything because i don't want to be like troublesome or whatever mm-hmm. you know that's like part of it too for sure but but if i really wanted the thing i ordered i don't feel as bad with the drink it feels less <laughs> Yeah, no, Sarah was at, we were at uh, Milky Way in Point St. Charles, the, the, the mm-hmm. trendy drink bar place. And, like, the the bartender, like, kind of sold Sarah on a drink that I was, like, as she described it and we described the ingredients, I was, like, this is just going to taste like straight-up mezcal. This does not sound like a cocktail. It sounds like 80% mm. mezcal and, like, a splash of a couple other things. And I was, like, maybe if the mezcal is real good, it's going to be good. But I was, like... No hard pass because I was like best case scenario. This is just pure mezcal, and Sarah's like, this tastes like freaking like rubbing alcohol, like drinking it and whatever. Oh, and, man. I was like, and I was like, I kind of feel like you can send this back because the bartender like sold it hard. You know, like the bartender was like, this is what you want, and I was like, I don't think it is. And Sarah was yeah. like swayed, and then I'd be like, no, this is t- like, can you send it back in that situation? Can you be like, no, you kind of push this on me. With a like saying it's not that harsh, but this is rubbing alcohol. Like this is like, because he said or she said, I don't remember what the bartender was. It was a he said, she said situation. <laughs> but like, like they were like, it's smooth. It's smoother than you think. And it was like, no, this is just alcohol. Like this is oh. this isn't a smooth drink. Like and and like yeah. the bartender sold the smoothness of it. And I was like, have a sip of this and tell me it's smooth, man. This is just hard alcohol in a cup. I, fi- I would say that, like when I was serving or working in the kitchen, if something this is just me, I know it's not everybody, but if something was sent back and the person was just like, it tastes bad, mm-hmm. I was never really upset about it, I guess. <laughs> so I guess on the other side of it, I don't mind if someone's just like this, this drink tastes nasty that you told me to get. And then I'd be like, OK, it's, it's you know, mm-hmm. you don't like it. Did you have to like make that for the person again, though? Uh, they sent it back. Okay, usually in my experience, the times I can remember that someone was like, this is really gross, we would give them something else. We'd make them okay. something else. Like if they had a prosciutto sandwich and they thought it was disgusting, then we'd make them like a cucumber sandwich. Right. I just, yeah, I think like that's what, I'm not like afraid of hurting anyone's feelings. I just don't want to give them extra work. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like anything, unless I'm just like, listen, I'm just not going to eat it. Can you take it away? Like I wouldn't, I don't know. Have you guys watched yeah. The Bear? No, we still haven't. Do you even want to watch that? I feel like I brought it up once and you were like, eh. No, I don't. Maybe wait, not. What, what, it's the one about the kitchen. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I think I would, but I'm also like. It just, it's like, high I mean, stress. It is high stress. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'm really like, I. I feel that I like. I can't do that. <laughs> I feel like Ines would be, you'd be like fascinated by some of the food stuff because there's a lot of like 
super sexy food editing of like like the quick cuts and it's like and it's all like very well done and sarah's like all the food she's like i want that sandwich i want that i want that so like i feel you could get into it on the food level but then just be like no i hate the fact that this is just everybody's at a hundred at all times trying to make a kitchen go like that would be i think the fear of sending something back would be like at a busy place where the kitchen is just like such a spinning like barely organized chaos kind of thing you're like as soon as some like order goes back in you've like disrupted the flow of the kitchen (laughs) right like that would be my fear was i was like oh no i've derailed the operation by yeah sending something back in there like it's a good show though i would uh it's pretty fast maybe mandy if, if you you could watch it Maybe on my on my downtime. Yeah, it's eight. It's eight, it's eight episodes, uh, and okay. they're all like less than thirty minutes. So you could. Oh, like, I love it! You I could love do it, it in an evening. Great. <laughs> She's want. gonna go watch it right now. I'm gonna go watch it right now. I'll see you guys later. See you later. Podcast over. Boop. There's one I will episode. Fall asleep. I think it's the second to last episode. Takes place. It's twenty minutes long, and it is twenty real time minutes. Like the first line of the show is Ooh. like. The first line of the show is like, we open in 20 minutes, everybody be ready. And then like the last line of the episode is like, are we opening or what? And it's the most stressful 20 minutes in television. <laughs> like, dead, is there a dead body? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to spoil it is for you. Is there a romance? Is there I don't think romance? there's a romance in the entire series. Romance? There's a romance with food. Don't. Okay. Angus. The, the... He's, uh, he's, okay. he's ripping apart the chair now, if you want no. an update. I see. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> What a guy. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Listen. Anyway. You can't put him away, you know? He's <laughs> our son. He's our son. We love Cat, him. He's Cat's wrong for you. It's fine. Anyway, I would would, would heavily recommend Amanda. You might enjoy it. Ines, I think you, okay. I think depending on your headspace, I think you would enjoy it as well. But I can see why I also was kind of like hesitant to be like, I just can't, I can't come and get ang- like anxious <laughs> this way. And then once we got into it, I was like, here we go. Like, we're just, I think we watched it in the span of three days. Once I was like, okay, I'm into it and okay. I'm okay with the stress levels. Should we watch now. it at like half speed? <laughs> just in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just talking really slow. Yeah, really slowly. He's beating up the Quebec revenue stuff. <laughs> oh, good. Excellent. Good boy. Good boy. Uh, so, what are you good watching? <laughs> I was like, okay, we just, we just watched. All of White Lotus. I was very sick over the weekend, oh. and we watched all of White Lotus. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I I don't feel okay yet, but I also loved it. You know, but okay. I don't think that show should necessarily be binged. Well, okay. I'm t- I watched season one alone, and then you watched season two with me. Yeah, so you double binged. I double binged, and I went to that place that White Lotus is in. You know, that emotional place for mm-hmm. too long. I think while I was like cracked out being sick you know oh no that's that's not okay yeah have you seen it i haven't i've watched i've we, i watched okay. like two episodes and it hasn't grabbed me it's on the it's i think it's okay. on the list i don't know if it's on the list have you did you watch season one or season two uh, the first couple episodes of season one i'm not gonna skip season into season okay. two what am i insane i i also started watching season one and i wasn't into it and i think for other reasons that's so why i stopped but then I really wanted to watch season two because of a lot of the things I had seen about it because that's the recent yeah. one that everyone's kind of freaking out about. And right. it's it's one of those, like, it's barely connected. It's very, like, Fargo almost. Like, there's, like, very little... Yeah, it's, it's just the same hotel and some of the same people. 
it's like it's like a different hotel on the same chain of hotels so it's a different location okay you know and it's like there's one character that kind of the first one oh yeah but but i think honestly i i could have watched it without knowing their backstory necessarily i don't know yeah i think Um, you could we might get it anyway whatever but i i really love season two but I also was not immediately into season one. And I thought it would just be one of those very self-indulgent things. It's just like about miserable people staying miserable. But I don't think it is. It is just that. It's, a, you know. <laughs> it's that, but it's not just that. But it's no. also a ride. <laughs> yeah. It takes you on a ride. But I it mean, is. They it. are depressing. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. It's like, I was like, I don't. Like right now our depressing show is well depressing like depressing dark comedy is like we're watching we're into season three of atlanta right where atlanta is like simultaneously the funniest thing and then also you're sort of like oh i hate race in america (laughs) you're just like like constantly reminded about like uh are you up to date with it i'm not up to date on atlanta i've only seen the first season actually but loved it so it's such a good show yeah circle circle back first episode of season three is like just like a, an ups, an upsetting like dark comedy mess. Okay. <laughs> like, and I was just like I was like I hate all of this. Like it's oh, like man. it's it's but you're still like laughing as it occurs because it's almost like a it's like a comedy of errors about like um, you know like public school system and like racial profiling and mm-hmm. like the adoption system and social services and it's just you're like oh this is you're like it's very funny and like everything is like Atlanta is so great just because it takes like the real serious issues and then just like paints like absurdity over it like in it's yeah. not even just like oh it, it's dials it to 11 you're like no it just like takes like what is the most absurd thing that could happen in this awful situation mm-hmm. and then just like runs with that but yeah that's uh that's the Every episode, you're like, I'm kind of depressed at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, you got to shake it off a little Even bit. Even though it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Time for me to actually do my Duolingo. So I'm going <laughs> to... <laughs> worst. Worst. Uh, so I, I was going to say, so this is going to be the part of the uh, the show where the, uh, the gloves come off and uh, Ines has some hard-hitting questions for our guest. Oh, Deep cool. cuts. I don't know. <laughs> Just, uh, just, just complete and total gotcha questions. Just oh, pulling. good. Yeah, you, know, you got so some you, brewing. Did you email those to me, or what's no, no, no. <laughs> this is your role as, uh, as. I mean, I my understanding was that you've been researching our guests for a while. You were researching, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have. I've gone, I've gone in depth. I've gone full method, full method. as full, they call full. it. Exactly. Is that what all those binders are? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I slap her little hand away whenever she reaches for one. Yeah, I try to try to touch him, and she's like, "Get out of there!" No. But you no, know, I, I but I, I did want to wonder. I was like, "So, are there any interview style questions that you want to ask Amanda?" Because I don't think there's like a you would never otherwise do it, right? Like I don't think you'd ever interview her. I I'm I'm pretty I'm asking you things all. You day. ask me stuff, yeah. But I like as an interview, stuff. if you're just sort of like as a as a comedian, what inspired you? Like you you phrase that like over. Coffee. I don't say. I'm not gonna say. Maybe you do. I'm just saying. I don't. Uh, okay. I'll ask you what. Which of your of your of the jokes that you put in the album. 
did you have the most fun with for this that sort of you weren't expecting? Wait, the most fun? Like putting on the album, like doing those two recordings and like kind of like tweaking it to be like the version you wanted it to be, you know? I'm trying to Google myself to, so I can see what's on the album. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, I, I know I had fun um, because some of it was kind of new. I had fun talking about when I try to go to the bathroom and people try to kick me out because they think I, I don't know exactly what they all think. I have. They either think I'm like a, a boy or or they don't like what I am. Mm-hmm. But I had fun. <laughs> they just think she's Amanda ugly. walks in. They're like, I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> yeah. So I had fun making that into a bit and and having people receive it well because I think for a long time I was afraid to talk about that stuff on stage because okay. stand up can be a little stinky sometimes, mm-hmm. and so you're like worried about you know being rejected by people or being embarrassed. So that that was fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I, and as I've seen it, I get um, unreasonably angry every time that happens to me. <laughs> so it feels good to talk about it. I I wouldn't call it unreasonable. I would call sure. it. I would call it very angry. Very, but but justifiably. Right Pretty yeah, justifiably upsetting. It it's it's one of those things where I. It, like, says something horrible about, like, where we're at. That, like, so many people have yeah. chosen, like, bathroom politics as yeah, the their, like, as their, like, hill to die on to be like, you know what? There's only one place on the planet that I will defend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, and you little and creep. Why are you, why are they looking at people? I don't know who's in the bathroom when I go in there. I'm not looking at everybody. No like, why are you idea. clocking everyone? What's no going idea. on? Yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah, exactly. It's so... So very weird. We yeah. did over the over the weekend though. We did have a the 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 subject of like shared bathrooms went around, mm-hmm. and we just completely trolled Sarah to the point where she did believe us. Where we said that like guys, if possible, when they go to the urinal, do drop their pants around their ankles. <laughs> <laughs> like, and Sarah's just like a bunch of little butts when you walk. <laughs> And Sarah's like, what? And you're just sort of like, well, because, you know, like, you don't want to, like, have any, like, splash back. So if you get it on your pants, like, like that's, like, the ideal is you drop your pants, like, to your ankles. And then and then you go. And Sarah's like, wait, what? And it was just like, and everybody was just perfectly clued in. Amazing. And everyone's, they're like, how do you how do you go to the bathroom? He's like, well, like, obviously, if the situation allows it, you drop your pants around your ankles. Like, everyone's just, like, oh playing along. God. And Sarah's like, no. No, this can't be right. Like, this cannot be. She's like, but, but then your pants touch the. the like, yeah, she's like, then your pants touch the bathroom floor, and that's even grosser. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I agree. In the change rooms at like gyms is a place where people often mm-hmm. tell me to get out. My new tactic is as soon as I'm in there, I do drop my pants around my ankles and I shuffle around like that because then they. <laughs> just, just, I don't think this would work for every like person. Like the Simpsons guy. Yes, you just <laughs> and just take care of your shit. Like put your bag in the locker room, but you got your pants around your ankles because no one's gonna <laughs> approach me. No one's gonna come up to me and try to tell me to get out. They're like, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm gonna leave it. You know, <laughs> but it works. It works for me. I don't think it worked for everybody, but it works for me. Power move. <laughs> yeah, 
my butt, shuffling my around. That's butt great. is out. Leave me alone, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it's not that I don't have pants. They're down there. <laughs> They're down there. I'm changing. I'm changing. I'm, I'm looking changing. through I'm, my I'm, I'm in mid-change. Just yeah. <laughs> Just even though I appear to be, I know I'm walking around doing other things, but I am in the <laughs> middle of changing. It works. I've had people starting to approach me, drop my pants, they turn and walk away. <laughs> Truly, little purple panties. You can't do anything. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Come bother me? Uh, <clears throat> that does make me think of though. Just your like. Dropping pants or just pants on the ground, and then Sarah's comment did make me have that flash. But like, have you ever had to get like changed in like a public washroom or whatever else where the floor mm-hmm. is disgusting, and then it yeah. does become a game of like, I do need to get changed, but I can't let any of my clothing touch this floor because yeah. it will be like yeah. wet and disgusting. And then you're just like this acrobat. You're looking for like dry surfaces in yeah. the washroom Honestly, to like I would balance say this things. Is- this is a description of like the bathrooms of some people I've stayed with. <laughs> yeah. Some of my friends in my twenties. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that. <laughs> like, it makes me think of like the swimsuit change in like a comfort station off like a beach or a oh, campground. Yeah, like yeah. you're in a wet swimsuit and you're trying There's to There's like, like sand on everything. There's sand and dirt and yeah. yeah. I don't know. Is it poop? Can I can I express a fashion hot take? Yeah. Fashion hot take. I know. Already. I know that that skinny jeans have gone out the window, and I agree aesthetically. But now that I've adopted the the wider leg pants again, I've I've come to realize that pants drop all the way to the floor if you're in the bathroom, and they're wide around your your legs, and then now they're mm-hmm. dragging on the bathroom floor. Skinny mm-hmm. jeans don't do that; they mm-hmm. they stop at your calf. Keeping keeping it's them true. clean and out of the way. Even even, I, even without I, the bathroom, even without the bathroom. I mean, I like winter right now. Like my skinny jeans, my cuffs on my like tighter fit jeans or whatever because they're bunched around the ankle and stuff. Maybe a little splash there and there. Like regular loose fitting pants. I'm like, oh wow, there's just slush and salt and crap. Up in like there. even yeah, just because I walked around outside in a Canadian winter. Yeah, even no bathroom so, necessary. It's getting dirty. Who who knew okay. that skinny jeans, their saving grace would be their functionality? Yeah, their you, you you could pull them like half down, and then they're just like, "I'm good. I'll hold wherever you. you stop. Yeah. I will hold steady." <laughs> I on, I honestly I don't want to go down, so <laughs> you don't have to ask me to stay. I'm staying. <laughs> exactly. I will go as far down as you put me, and then come to a dead stop. I'm incapable of going lower. Skinny jeans. I never thought about that. That's true. I've been like really, like I I notice it a lot now when mm. I go pee. I'm like have to be like way more careful and ginger about like my things not ending up all over the floor. You know. Yeah, like I feel like like swishy like loose fitting pants is like as soon as your waist is out of the equation, they're like floop and they're on the floor. There's nothing. You're not in them anymore. You know, you're standing over them. I love picturing you just completely unable to cope in the bathroom. Like you're in like a circus tent trying to gather it up. You're like, (laughs) I took my pants off again. (laughs) As you know, to to go back to the other extreme, Mm -hmm. I was a raver kid in the late 90s, early 2000s. And that was like, yeah, that belt comes undone and those pants fall down. There's nothing holding those pants up. They're like parachutes on your legs. They're insane. Big pants. Yeah. Big pants. Big pants. Which big I guess, pants oh, man. 
Now I'm kind of having like weird flashbacks to like going to the bathroom at raves, and I'm like, boy, I'm sure I must have dropped those pants on dirty rave floors. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah. Probably filthy. Yeah, blood on them, probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. probably. My pants got got needles stuck in them. Yeah, you need pull it back up, <laughs> drag all the needles along your skin. You're like, exactly. whatever. Like, like my pants are addicted to heroin now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. Uh, so what, what's, what's next though, Amanda? Like the, uh, album's oh, out. Album's out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's Jesus next. Dad, you know. Retirement. Hey, you need a five-year plan here? What the heck? No. Should I just retire? A... Should I stop? Imagine. Keith, I think about it a lot. I say, should I just disappear? <laughs> I just disappear? Can I just uh, what is, I don't know. We're doing a couple shows around Toronto and stuff. We just mm-hmm. relocated. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, reading for the odd toothpaste commercial. So mm-hmm. that's busy, busy. You know? <laughs> uh, busy, busy, busy. <laughs> toothpaste commercial. What's the... I'm lying. Nothing has been toothpaste. I don't think I've ever done a toothpaste one. I don't think so. Yeah. I want that's all I want. Cast Amanda McQueen in a toothpaste commercial. Get if on one it. ever comes Proctor through, I'll send Gamble. you my tape. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it is can make that happen. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had a better answer for what's next, though. But, um, yeah. But, you know, but back to, like, from the before, like, the, the whole, like, weight thing, whatever. Are you, like, now, like, like do you feel like you're, like, oh, I'm rejuvenated to, to write new material? Because I... I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're, like, no. nah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. I feel like I feel um, like there's room to do new stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't feel super like like I'm sprinting towards that right now. Yeah, but is that because it's February? Oh, probably. If I'm being <laughs> honest, probably. that that the anemia and the cold. Oh I yeah, feel like a really. Keith, I've been struggling with anemia lately. It's real. It's a real oh. doozy. That's why I have this cold, because I got all weak and sad, and then I touched a cup or something, (laughs) and it took me out. I gave the cold to Inez. She was sick for like three hours. She woke up, she's like, yeah, I'm sick too, and then like three hours later, she was fine. I was making soup. She was making soup. How? I don't know. You need to talk to my wife or something. She's been sick for what feels like months. With like a cold? Yeah, like basically, like it's come and gone. Like I'm not saying it's been like a steady <laughs> sick, but it's like like Several something points. or another. She like she gets good for a couple days, and then it's just like womp, and then she's just like I was like oh man, I I feel that the I like maybe like the three years of isolation has just like obliterated her fragile immune system, and it's just that's like, I think that's partly the problem with me as well. I just everything's like, you bring a, a child looks at me and I get sick. You bring yeah. a child near me, I'm done. Yeah, well, that was what happened to us is we, like, saw my uh, my cousin's kid for, like, the first time. And they were like, mm-hmm. oh, like, she has, like, a, a little cough. We tested It's not COVID. We're like, I'm sure it'll be fine. It can't be worse than, like, taking the metro in the morning, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's got to be worse. <laughs> and and she didn't even have any symptoms or anything. But then, like, sure enough, like, two, three days, I was like, I don't feel great. And then, like, a day or two after Sarah was like, I am also sick. Like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's a. Uh... I guess that's our reality now is just getting sick at everything because we don't know about the stuff in the air. Are you guys watching Last of Us? 
No. Is that too, too no, scary? We will watch episode three. We're we gonna will. do it. Don't we worry. The most important episode of television <laughs> the last of the last twenty five years. <laughs> we're gonna hate it. I can feel it coming. We're gonna say that was a terrible experience. I, I think we're gonna be it sounds like devastated emotionally. You might just... be. You might be a little it might it's very sad. Well, but it's not hang on, it's not sad, actually. It's it's like it's 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 like heart wrenching. It is moving, yeah, exactly. That's it. Like and I uh, I have like I have issues with it <laughs> just in the way that the episode mm-hmm. is getting like that much attention. And I'm like and I I was like, I'm I'm right there. I'm like, listen, this is the most watched television show right now in like the zeitgeist. Like to have an entire episode devoted to like a like a loving, like same sex relationship where also both partners are not like stereotypical portrayals of like queerness you know mm-hmm. like like no nobody's playing the stereotypes they play it very like sort of i was gonna say they play it very straight that doesn't that's <laughs> not right pump. at all <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> you know but but then like to imagine that it's like the the greatest portrayal of queerness in the history of television is kind of what like the internet decided it was and i was like no it's it's fine it's cool it's good it's a good episode like <clears throat> that was my my okay. takeaway of it. Good. It's like worth watching, and I think that especially, yeah. like I said, it's it's I guess important in its position as it's happening on the show that everybody's watching, right? Like it's not a like it's not an L word or it's not a whatever. Like it's like you're like no, this is the this is the show that everyone's watching, and we're taking a full hour to tell this story. That I find is more interesting than the actual story itself. Okay, I see it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that, that's well, that is that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. The story itself is just like I said; it's a good, it's a good episode. It's a nice story. <laughs> like, but people are like, "This could be a movie, and it would win Academy Awards." I was like, "I don't know if that's right. I don't think it's." What if like wow. these are people who've just never seen a queer show, and their minds are blown? They're like, "Holy <laughs> fuck!" <laughs> There's two dudes. Don't they love okay. each other. Because <laughs> like the show chronicles their whole basically like time together, right? Like the 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 episode spans almost like twenty years. Stop it. Wow. Stop. Spoiler alert. Whoa. You know, I'm not giving anything away. It just. Well, you're you're sort of stepping on the experience. I'm sorry. (laughs) Pretty sure it starts off with 20 years ago. (laughs) Well, why? How would we how would we know that? Huh? How would we know? I'm sorry. I've for like a month. Keep up, Keith. I thought you just could have jammed it in the middle of some White Lotus watching over the weekend. No, absolutely not. We got to go hard on whatever we're going on. We watched the L word from the beginning to end during the yeah. months of December and January. Yeah. And we almost died. Six seasons. It like messed with, it like actually messed with us emotionally to yeah. see mm-hmm. all of that content so quickly. Same with White Lotus. I feel like my head's been messed with a bit. Yeah. Binging hurts. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever binged any show like for more than a season of binging. Like I've binged a season. I've never binged like multiple seasons of it's a show. It's not a I'm good like, idea, I think, gotta, of anything. It's not You gotta try it. <laughs> you gotta go there. You know it's an experience. I'm I'm binging personally a great pottery throwdown, even though there's currently a season out, but I can't wait a whole week between episodes. I'm <laughs> she pops on can't, an old episode can't wait. at night. Yeah. yeah, that's how I put her to sleep. Especially asleep, my body. Immediately... <laughs> yeah, my body goes into defense mode, and I immediately fall asleep. 
I don't even know that she put it on. I fall asleep that fast because it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Some, Watch this somehow, slow British show. Somehow that show for Sarah, up up until the final episode was Severance, like which is like otherwise like a psychological kind of like mindfuck of a show. Mm-hmm. For some reason, just like, I don't know if it's like the score like or the like tones of people sarah's like i'm so down i'm so into this and just like like, like 10 minutes in she's like oh i fell asleep again what's happening tuckered out exactly like she was like uh, it's a great show also but just like it was just so funny how often she'd be like i'm like jazz to watch it and then just like bonk like like asleep like within 15 minutes i'm like all right pause it just put on another show we'll slowly work our way through severance in 15 to 20 minute intervals i did that for all of wednesday we watched wednesday together but i kept passing out so like i actually haven't seen it but i've seen it you know yeah it's like you've seen like a trailer very slowly you've seen a trailer and i wake up and ask for updates i didn't know who anybody was like i still don't know who's the werewolf kid i guess Zachman. Oh, I remember the the roommate is a werewolf. Okay, yeah, yeah I remember that. Right we uh, yeah. right now we're also binging Portlandia. Yeah, oh, we're nice. already we're already most of the way through season two. This is such a deep winter conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're what just rewatching stuff cold. we've seen. What are you guys watching? <laughs> <laughs> I once wrote a love letter to Montreal winters. And this was one of the things that I was like underrated about like the deep cold is being like, hey, if you're like, hey, I watched an entire season of a show this weekend and it's like a warm summer's weekend in July. Everyone's mm. like, what a waste. But like, you do it in February. Everyone's like, that sounds great. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, like... That's the only way to go. It is. That's what yeah, we've, you been have... we've been eating soup and uh... eating soup and binging, binging, binging yeah. getting startlingly pale. You know, yeah, <laughs> that's all. Yeah. Dancing by our record player. Yep. With yep. the record player's not on though. It's just pure. It's not on. Purely psychotic. Just, yeah. No, <laughs> that's just no. That's just a dancing station. <laughs> that over there in the corner. That's the dancing station. Uh, Can we put on music? No, I didn't say no. music station. It's for dancing. So spooky. Then when did you feel like when you were binging the Portlandia episode, where then they binged? Uh, Battlestar Galactica where you like oh it's like looking in a mirror that's actually we were talking about that episode I think because what we were doing with the L word and we were it was like close enough to the end that I think I was like scrambling for like a crutch afterwards (laughs) and I was like oh and we were because we were talking about that sketch and like then like mentioning other things I think we remember from Portland and I was like oh that's what we should like watch next yeah, that? I don't know how like, many seasons it's like a fun did Portlandia experience go? together. I think it's like eight. It's quite a few. It's it so many. Time. Like I, I know yeah. we petered out somewhere in the middle. So and... did I the first time I, through. I yeah, think, I think maybe me. That's like part of why I wanted to to like do the thing of watching it all the way through because I'm not quite sure where I stopped. If I stopped, I might have on it. Like I just like don't really remember. Yeah, like, but at the same I time, I was like, I remember it. it was a, it was like one of those episodes, those shows you could pick a couple like random episodes of on the plane, and it made me really happy when I was on a plane, and I was like, Portlandia, like season seven, episode three. I'm like, yes, please. Like, I'm Love like, this it. is gonna be a perfect little half hour watch. Like, I, I'm not gonna ever be disappointed in an episode of Portlandia. What are we talking about? That's a good plane watch. Mm-hmm. That's a good yeah. mellow plane watch. Yeah, yeah. And exactly. And you're not gonna be like. 
it's not going to be anxiety inducing. You know, it's going to mm-hmm. be pretty funny. You know, good stuff. Uh, so you know, <coughs> we, Amanda's already answered the five questions. Can you so, not? Can, he's trying to get into the garbage now. Angus, stop. Go in the garbage. Bud. Hey, bud. But, <laughs> bud. I see you at all times. I am watching you, Angus. I'm not. I can one. always see you. We got him out of the garbage. <laughs> we got to get this cat out of the garbage. He's such a little trash rat. <laughs> I mean. We are such a classic. Our cat is such a good cat. And it's not like and normal not. asshole cats. And then in the span of like 40 minutes on this podcast, he's done he's every, yeah, he's done every stereotypical <laughs> shitty cat thing to do. My <laughs> um, cat's in the garbage. Hang on. <laughs> Get out of there, son. <laughs> <laughs> and just that rapscallion's just throwing garbage hither and nither. Just... Okay. So, oh, yeah, so what are we what are we supposed to what are we questions. so Amanda's already answered the uh the three of the five questions when uh Oh, my God. oh when we were plugging the sh- the, 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 the fringe show. Or the fringe show, sorry. Yes. The fringe uh, show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You yes. that was this show? That was <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yeah, with even Nikki, yeah. we yeah. came and did the podcast. Yes, and guess it's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I answered the questions. Okay, so I guess. Questions. Wow. Good night. I guess. <laughs> I guess well, so we got the question from the past guest. Okay, let's do that one then. So we can we can jump right ahead. I was also going to say, does Amanda want to ask us any questions? Um. <laughs> What what would you put on like your ideal sandwich, Keith? Ideal like an ideal sandwich? Yeah, like if you could have don't think about price, don't think about accessible ingredients, just whatever you want. I can't even like it would be the sandwich from the bear. Oh, the one you saw that Sarah wanted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Like he so the whole bit in the bear is that he's like a, a New York he's like a guy who just sort of like his brother owns a restaurant in chicago and it's just like a, like one of those like chicago like italian sandwich places yeah his brother's like you can't work in this restaurant and then he just goes to new york and like ends up like working at a five-star restaurant becomes like one of the like uh chefs to watch of the new york chef scene okay. and all that stuff and then um his brother dies and he comes and then leaves the restaurant to him and okay. that's the setup of the show so then he brings this like five-star chef talent into like a chicago italian sandwich place and when he like he redoes like the beef sandwich which is just like a like a beef and peppers and whatever like one of those like you know like an italian beef sandwich and yeah which i've always had a soft spot for it's like more like almost like a submarine really right i guess like those okay. italian sandwiches anyway but just that he brings that like those are so good and then like the concept of some of something that was like a really someone who's like really good with food preparing yeah. like the top tier of that without it necessarily becoming like a weird pretentious thing like it's not like a deconstructed whatever he's like it's still bam it's still like, he's just, not like he's not getting yeah. insane about it he's just like this is and everybody who has it they're like this is the sandwich and i was like i don't even know what it tastes like but just the concept of like the perfect like italian beef sandwich is is Okay. Where I would go. So you could say what you would put in an ideal sandwich would be the hands and mind of a talented chef, which is a very good answer. That's right. 
you'd answer with who would make it. That's a good answer. The talent, the experience, the acumen, yeah. etc. Yeah. I got one more question. If uh, well, what about Inez- Meaning S? What your favorite sandwich? What's up? Oh yeah. Well, I kind of think you can't beat like a really good BLT with a really mm. good tomato, and like that's mm-hmm. like very reliable. But I think if I had to think of one right now, I want I would like maybe like a roast beef horseradish fried capers which as you you know I she's nuts for them i'm i'm obsessed <laughs> crazy with for now. fried capers yeah it's wild something like that sounds good to me right now okay on a roast beef my mom yeah. used yeah. to make us roast beef sandwiches and then would have like a little like bowl of like consomme to like dip the roast beef sandwich in. oh incredible real yeah. good dippy good i've i've and your mom did this mm-hmm I've forgiven her for all the... <laughs> for everything else she did to you. Uh, yeah, on your is that a French dip? Is that a French dip? I think so, yeah. I think so. I don't know. But with like a roast beef sandwich, I don't know if that's always like... It's certainly like the idea is like a French dip, but... Okay. Is it, yeah. Well, French dip is more like steak or something like that? Yeah. Okay. I'd say I think uh, that's what it's supposed to be. You have another yeah. question, Amanda? Yeah, if in this is just for you because I know Ines would get one of these, but from a professional. But if Ines and I were to give you a throat tattoo, you have to do it. You have, have to, do, to it. do it. But we're okay. we have a kit and we're doing it safely. Okay. Um, what would it be of? What would you trust us to draw on your throat permanently? You oh, have to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. You have to. It's got to be a throat tattoo. So like this is like. And it has to be visible. You can't be like, yeah. oh, one speck. Like, no, no, it's got to no, be no, no. like a statement. And like, this piece. is like to save people's lives, right? Yeah, like, it's like is... something really messed it's up. To save you your to life. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> Finger gun. You could have been like, okay, we're like for like a bunch of money goes to charity or something. You know, like. Okay, we get it. You're a good guy. Come on. <laughs> you, can, you know, I'm just saying something because, ugh, throat, throat tattoos are the worst in the world. I think they can look pretty cool sometimes. They look like they hurt though. Like I think the I'm sure that hurts. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think they're pretty. I don't. I don't actually. Actually, I say you think it would hurt, but I feel that like only parts of it would hurt. I feel there's a lot of like kind of like loose skin because tattoos bits. always hurt the most when it touches like bone, right? When there's like no oh. skin. Like I had tattoos. I had black light tattoos done across my knuckles, and it like sucked significantly more than like the entirety of the back of my leg. Wait, if so. I put you under black light, your knuckles glow? Uh, they would have, but, like, knuckle tattoos fade. Like, all Oh, holy crap. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Oh. If, if, you, if you ever see anyone with, like, nice, like, knuckle dusters, whatever, they have to get them touched yeah. up, like, every year or two because you're, the skin uh, on your hands, like, just, you know, fades. Yeah. You get, get a lot of wear and tear. You're washing all the time. You're scrubbing layers of skin off. Anyway, <laughs> throat tattoo. Ah, I don't know. Like, I would... I feel like I would go with some kind of a design. Like I'm I'm just like imagining like line work and like sh- more of like a shape. Like you know what I mean? Like I was like I don't yeah. think it could be like of a argyle. thing. <laughs> like, nice or like argyle. The, or like the hat I think to you. Yeah. Just I think symmetry. I think I would squiggly. go symmetry. Symmetry. I think it would okay. be symmetrical. It would be something like tartan. Common, the tartan. <laughs> A, so- a sound wave that Maybe. says, "Yeah, Zelda." Yeah, yeah. exactly. The, like exactly the, the the word Zelda going across, but like in a sound in a waveform. 
we can make it happen. You just need to go to sleep for a little while. (laughs) Gotta go to sleep. But yeah, no, it's, yeah, something, like I said, I think something I would go, it would be like black line work, symmetrical. So, because for some reason, I think that I would have to have it like just some degree of like professional-ish looking. Just because I was like, it's going to be there all the time. So it can't yeah, it's be gonna like. it's going to be there forever. Yeah, exactly. So it has and to be people something. people will ask, like, what, yeah. what the hell? What's and going on there or whatever. Yeah. So like, and you'll it can't say, be like, oh, I donated a bunch of money to charity. Much money to charity. And my yeah, dumb friends did it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. Thanks for answering my questions. All right. You, what's your, what's your, do you, do you know what your throat tattoo would be? On me? Yeah. Like, uh. Like a little, uh, like, uh, gnome kind of like fairy little dude, like a little mm-hmm. weird mythical dude, riding uh, a human skeleton, like on piggyback. Okay. And then um, probably put like just Inez's profile next to it, <laughs> because it. <laughs> if you guys are gonna do it to me, then I want to see what that looks like. That's. <laughs> That's what I do. Oh my god. No, I'd get my nephew's handprint. Week weekend plans. Like he's choking him. Yeah. Oh, that would actually be kind of cool if you had like, yeah, or even like two. Yeah. So it almost. I feel like like that's in slightly, it's slightly in poor taste, if I may. (laughs) Sure, but like you know, it's a protest tattoo. Or like a full town, just a a full town, full skyline, all the way around. All the way like around the back of my neck, the whole way. How about those, like, like you know, like, the paper back. dolls that are holding yes. hands? <laughs> Just holding hands. That'd also be fun. All right, so last episode we had uh, Gazette new sports writer, Pat Hickey on. Okay. Do, do you know Pat Hickey? At all? That's a hockey thing. What's the question? Pat Hickey <laughs> has covered the Montreal Canadiens for like genuinely 40 years you know okay so i should know but i'm just not a hockey guy that's yeah, why i don't that's know it. we're that's not a hockey guy we're not hockey guys we're not hockey guys i mean i'm sure yeah. he's covered basketball also i don't know like he's yeah he's been like a sports writer since he like got out of i don't even think he finished writing college if i recall correctly from the the thing he went to like took a took i think he has half a journalism degree and then got a job at the Montreal Sun when he was like eighteen or nineteen, and now wow, that was like nineteen sixty-seven or whatever. It sounds it was. like it was nineteen sixty-seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's he it. was actually he was actually looking for the chocolate store, and he just happened to walk in, and they said, "Here's the first assignment. Yeah. yeah, here's a job. You want to be the editor of the sports section." And like yeah. apparently, like a big part of the reason that they hired on another sports writer was because the NHL went from six to twelve teams that year. Wow! Crazy. Like, and they're now with thirty-two teams. <laughs> like, that's that, that's how long he was covering the uh, the old hockey beat. He's he's done other journalist stuff too, but he's like mostly been a sports writer for the vast majority of his career. And is he still titillated by the game? Somehow, yeah. Like that, I asked cool. that question too. I was like, how do you how do you kind of get excited about covering a game like 82 games a season and you're like he did the write-ups for sometimes he was even doing the write-ups for like multiple teams where he's like you watch like wow. two games a night and or like or a game a night so you're like five six times a week just writing about 
the same sport and he was like oh my gosh listen he's like you you kind of he's like you try to find the story of the game and you bring it out and you try to like put that in the story of the season and you're you always he's like i just kind of just view it as all like short storytelling and, and stuff so hmm. that's cool it's interesting anyway uh he wanted to know what is the mo- or where is the most interesting place you've ever made love wow that's fucking. That's a little personal, Pat. Porn podcast, Pat. That you obviously don't mind sharing with, obviously. Like you, you say, okay, I have this one story, but it's not like the real one because the real one is, you know, private. The real one's pretty gross, so I feel like that doesn't have any any place in this um, arena with people. Agreed. I Agreed. Uh, I'll say this much: I I have been in places where I became then paranoid that I would be on um, like that's not Google Maps Google or what's the one where you can zoom in and look at people yeah, there's Google people Maps. Like it's the Google, Maps. View of Google Maps like street yeah. view on Google Maps. yeah street view yeah, yeah, yeah. street view so yeah, yeah I was very um, for some reason very like <clears throat> nervous that I would be on street view for a while there like when I was in my like early 20s it was like a weird irrational fear that I'd be on street view and then like people I knew were on street view. Like my friend's mom was coming out of her house and she looked very haggard and chaotic and she's just on street view. She's just staring at the, at the car going by. Um, <laughs> and so then I got really scared that I'd be on street view and I was convinced that I, cause I, I did some, some Hank pinky mm-hmm. uh, outdoors. And I was, I was worried that I was on street view for a while. Yeah, like for sure. The Google car is just waiting. Just waiting, and they're not gonna at all edit that out. But there were so many butts and dinks on on Street View. Remember this? No, no. They had, yeah, they had to go through thing. and look for them. If I think the greatest them, one from that era is there's like there's there's a naked person who comes out of their house and runs and chases down the car. It was like a famous like. Oh my god! And because of the timing, like it happens in sort of like you see like like as you're like as you move around Street View, you see the person just like a full naked person just like screaming and running. That's that, that, I think, was the most famous one. <clears throat> I, I, I like that um, this fear of yours, me, I feel like it means that you did it so much in so many spots <laughs> in public. <laughs> there's you can, uh, there's you a whole phase in my 20s where I was only... Whether you had ended up on Street View. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would have to I was the only city. having sex. I comb through just... forests. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I listen. I, I was only having in sex the in the ten to fifteen feet away from a road at all times. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Outside, it, it, ten to fifteen feet away from a road. Not in a camping situation because then there could be no Google car. <laughs> Google car needed access. That was, you know. And listen. I mean, I like and listen. Weird... Don't kink shame. Yeah. <laughs> don't. You know. But I had a weird thing. I think I did have a weird thing about Google Earth. I think that's why I'm thinking of that, too, about the, like, the satellite zooming in. And I was afraid there'd be, like, an aerial view. And I don't even know why I care. Like, who cares? Your stupid butt is on. Like, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. Someone zooms in. Oh, my God. Is that Amanda McQueen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. I, I, author I, I honestly, of like... a hot dog in every pocket? <laughs> author. <laughs> I will yeah. say that, like... You wrote all of it. I did. Yeah. I, I will say that I have, like, very, very rarely had, like, sex in any kind of public. Because I was always like, oh, man, that's such a that's such a risk. And I know that that's, like, part of it. 
But I was like, yeah, but it's like, I was like, but it's like a real risk. It's not like, I'm not like scared of being caught if like someone would be like, hey, you kids, put your pants on. But I'm like, no, you can like weirdly get like put on a sex offender list or whatever if you're like indecent exposure. There's all kinds of like crazy right. charges. Like I was like, I'm not scared of being caught in a like, oh no, like tee hee. I'm like, no, I'm scared of this somehow going on like my record. Like what a stupid thing to get arrested for. Like banging in you're a right. bush. I, that was that was the me, fear. Like the fear wasn't the embarrassment fear. The fear was like actual law enforcement being like, "Well, now you're you're a sex you have, offender. Now you're because, somehow a sex offender for having yeah. age appropriate consensual sex, but in a bush, you know, like." Well, <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know that like I urinating publicly. I I mean, come on. Yeah. yeah, like but public yeah, urination is the same thing. Like, yeah, but, and some maybe you're the the person who told me. I don't know, but somebody Jake told me that. Loves talking about. Uh, well, it's, it public. scared me off peeing public. I mean, I still pee publicly sometimes. To be honest with you, if you gotta go, you gotta go. But I, yeah, I'm more scared now when I do it. Yeah, more cautious. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Yeah. Wow. Well, what a lovely wrap up to this. Uh, yeah, no, I mean Amanda gets to ask a question to, into the future. Isn't, oh, okay. Is an ideal sandwich? Okay, that's a good is, question for the next is that person. What you want? Is that what you want? You can ask your own question. Yeah, I'm not going to say the words "make love." You know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah, say that know, to somebody really, I've never met. I'm, honestly, I was my least favorite one ever. I'm just going to yeah. say it. Well, there you, you go. That's, 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 the ofi- that's the official. Did it, stance did it of come the from an old man? Yes, that it did. It did come from official- an old man. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't happy about the question that came out, but it's the rules. I'm not going to be like, no. Ask any question you want. He asks it, and I'm like, well, no, thank you. Always he'll get arrested. You. If he says no, He's, he'll get arrested. Yeah, he, he'll get, get put arrested. on a sex offender. Elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> I invited an old man on my show and then told him, put a bunch of rules in. Uh, so what is your ideal sandwich? Is that it? Yeah, I love that. That's fun, right? Is that a fun one? I think that's good. I okay. think that's a welcome change of... <clears throat> Tone? I was going to ask what tattoo Frankly. they let Keith give them, but that's fine. No, okay, ask that. You like that one? Yeah. <laughs> you had to get a tattoo. You're not of a specific book. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but Keith was going to give it to you. Keith's going to give it to you. Keith's going to give it to you. <laughs> Keith, yeah. It's, it's, it's in the pocket. So, what tattoo would you like Keith to give you? There you go. Yeah. You have to. You have to trust him. You have to have Keith, to do it. I'm also very not artistically. Lovely. Like I see, like I know cool. that Ines is like, you know, somewhat reasonable with like a paintbrush and stuff. Like I've seen this on Instagram. She's reasonable with a paintbrush. I'm the lady's reasonable. Rubbish. Okay. Yeah. With so that's that's the extra like thing. If it's I'm giving it to you, it's not going to be great. Also, but what would be great? I love in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that like I used to? I used to like art and try to be art, and I just kind of didn't have the knack for it. And then it's just that like hands are always the hardest to draw. And now that we're teaching robots to draw, they still can't draw hands. Oh really? They're struggling. Yeah, they put like eighteen fingers on them. <laughs> yeah, a- AI AI art cannot handle hands. And I was like, I found it. There's something like there's just something weird about that. That it's like. Everyone I know who, like, does any kind of, like, photorealistic or even comic art, they're like, mm-hmm. hands are tricky. Like, drawing hands is always, like, a tricky thing for 
you know, human yeah, artists. Because the hand can't draw itself. You know what I mean? It's the never, hand refuses. It's never seen itself in a mirror. It's never. It you never know. know what you look like to others. So that's why the hand doesn't know. The hand doesn't yeah, know. It, the hand it, going it, it has this sort of like dysmorphic view of itself, and that's what it renders. And it's you know. Yeah, but yeah, but that's it. But it's it's so crazy to me that like hands are hard to draw for like manual human artists, and now that we're like having algorithms do art, they also can't draw hands. They can't it's, do it's it. So then they, they, are, they are true artificial human intelligence. You know? that's, that's how that yeah. works. Well, now speaking. we're going to talk about AI The imitation game passed. You know? <laughs> uh, Amanda, you said it at Spotify? Uh, where else? Where else can we get this album? Uh, can you get Apple it on Music? vinyl? I wish. I wish. <laughs> that's all I listen to is vinyl. And that's true <laughs> because I'm lazy, not because I'm cool. <laughs> Uh, it's on like Apple, it's on iTunes, iTunes and Apple Music, which I just learned are different things. I thought that was all the same thing. It's on, um, what, what the heck Spot. is the other thing? It's on Deaver. Oh my God. It's on like every, you know what? every sort of Go streaming Go to your service. little Google machine and input a man YouTube McQueen. Music? Is it on YouTube Music? Probably. I just, I'm, I just checking you on, yeah, there it is. Okay, I'm there's a, a I'm link. On YouTube Music, and there's there's the the thing. There's a link in my Insta. Okay, Inez is hitting the link. It's gonna look, list look them. That. Apple YouTube Music's music. iTunes Store, Spotify, Tidal, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Bandcamp, and Deezer. Deezer, is that what I said? Oh, there you go. Isn't that how great is that cover? It's pretty that. great. It like almost looks like you posed for your album cover as a child, and you're like, save this for later. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check in again in a few decades. Yeah, exactly. Decades. This that photo is a good album cover. Put it in the. She was like, do you can see the expression on my face clearly. Should we take a few more shots? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? Um, my mom said they took that photo because they wanted me to like see and be proud of what I did. She's trying to make me believe that they didn't take that photo because it was hilarious that this child was like so unhappy floating in a life jacket. I'm like you took it because I look like an idiot. That's what. <laughs> oh. They're like we wanted to celebrate you. Yeah, floating we were just celebrating. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, Amanda. I'm Thank glad you. We could do this, even though it was a little maybe sick and lower energy than we all had anticipated. But it's okay. It's good. You yeah. know what? Wow. They, they're not. They, they're not all going to be high octane. Uh, hundred miles an hour podcast. Not it's not what we do here. <laughs> I like imagining Ines being high octane. Also, <laughs> the high octane comedic stylings of Ines and I. Yeah, <laughs> just She's too amped. You're an audiobook, according to Spotify. I'm an audiobook. So nice. It's pretty crazy, eh? I love it. I love it. Thanks so um, much, Amanda. Thank you, Ines. Thanks for having me, sorry. Hey there, loyal listener who listens to the show all the way past the closing credits. Um, thank you for listening to Go Plug Yourself. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you enjoy the show, I cannot stress this enough. Please tell people about it. We don't really have a budget for marketing or fancy Facebook ads or putting up billboards on the street, uh, we really have to rely on word of mouth, which uh, basically means that if you listen to the show and you enjoy the show, please uh, share it, link it, uh, tell your friends about it, say, hey, there's this show called Go Plug Yourself. They talk to Montrealers or people that have stuff going on in Montreal or uh, just 
people that have stuff to uh, promote that we kind of care about. We can we can go outside of Montreal if we want to. Um, yeah, so just tell tell people about the show. It's a it's a fun show. We we like doing it a lot. We've done it for over two hundred episodes, and it's in large part thanks to support from uh, people like you. Um, if you want to support the show at all, you can go to uh, patreon.com slash 9to5cc and uh, throw a couple bucks our way. It really helps with uh, the hosting fees for the most part. We're really not trying to make a profit on this. Um, and also, if you want to be a guest on the show or you know someone who might uh, want to be a guest on the show, you can uh, contact us either on Facebook or on Twitter. There's a bunch of ways to find us uh, and, uh, and let us know. And if the scheduling and the timing and everything works out, maybe you can be the next person who uh, comes on the show and... Uh, plugs something a uh, big thank you as always to leland beckman and oral turpitude who provided our theme songs and of course a thank you to uh, all of the hosts that we have on the show uh walter j ling who technically retired but still sometimes hosts uh christopher vendito lawrence corber and uh, ines anaya uh, all are all amazing co-hosts and you should support them and their comedy and uh and all of that uh thank you for listening thank you for choosing go plug yourself uh as one of your from the millions of podcasts and have a beautiful day. Thank you. 905.cc Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.